let's just quietly in our hearts just pray for God to reach us today. At whatever point in life we are. Now just quietly raise your hands. Please repeat after me at home. Say, Lord, bless me with your presence. Bless my home with your power. May your word minister to my heart today that I may be empowered as your ambassador. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our theme today is the spirit beside us. The spirit beside us. And our text comes from St. John's Gospel, chapter 14, verses 15 to 21. The spirit beside us. And today we shall look at St. John's Gospel, understanding of the spirit. Amen. We shall look at John's pneumatology, John's understanding of the Holy Spirit. We shall also explore the Holy Spirit in terms of its fruits and its gifts. And also, for us to understand, as we try to respond to the question, do you love Jesus? but to be encouraged also that Jesus will not leave us as orphans as he promised us in his word. But first, let us reflect on today's passage. It's very similar in the same context of last week because John chapter 13 to chapter 15 it's about the discourse Jesus was having with his disciples before he went to Calvary for us. And so we realize that even though he was telling them about what was going to happen, they did not accept it joyfully. But he told them that he's got to go and he would not leave them as orphans. And not leaving them as orphans, Jesus is letting them understand that he would let them have the Holy Spirit because he has to go for the Holy Spirit to come. The Spirit beside you is encouraging us to be aware of the fact that we are not alone. My friends, raise your hands at home and say, I am not alone. My God is always with me. Hallelujah. Let's declare it one more time. I am not alone. My God is always with me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So Jesus is telling them that they would have a new advocate that would help them and all disciples, including you and me, how to design the will of God and how to face 
the issues and the problems that emerge in our lives. The advocate, the Holy Spirit, will be there for us. The voice of God, hallelujah, would never leave us alone. The Holy Spirit would always be with us in Jesus' name. And now I just want to mention very briefly John's pneumatology, John's understanding of the Holy Spirit. In the Gospels, let's take for example in St. Luke's Gospel, the Spirit is depicted from the beginning. The Holy Spirit is heavily active in the lives, characters, of people in the gospel and it onto Acts of the Apostles. As you are aware, Luke is the same writer of Acts of the Apostles. But John writes differently. John insists in his writings that the Holy Spirit will come only after Jesus departs from the earth. And why is this? And you, you can see this in the clue that Jesus gives. Jesus referring to the Holy Spirit as the, the paraclete. But Jesus is saying in John's gospel, another paraclete, another paraclete. Jesus, we need to understand, was the first. For the Spirit to be active among the people while Jesus was around, according to John's gospel, that would more or less make Jesus redundant, as they served the same purpose, that revelatory function. No wonder in John's gospel, Jesus said, I've got to go so that the comforter will come. The same job I am doing now, the comforter, the paraclete, the Holy Spirit will come and do. So that's a wonderful understanding of John's writing. Another important understanding of John's writing of the Holy Spirit is that John makes us understand that in as much as we are familiar with the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, a special feature of the fourth gospel meaning John's gospel, is how John brings you, John brings me, John brings us as believers very close to the circle, to the Trinity. He brings us very to the center, to the, to the heart of God. So in John's gospel, John insists that the intimate relationship that exists between God and Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Father God wants the believer to experience that bliss. He wants us not to stand and watch and admire the Trinity, but rather he wants us to be part of that bliss that the Trinity enjoys. And there are many, many ways that John tries to explain this in his writing. One of the favorite um, chapters in, um, in John's Gospel, chapter 15, 
about the vine and the branches. You abide in me and I abide in you. And later on we can realize how that intimate connectivity comes a lot in John's gospel. Words like abide, words like love. Love me and love the Father. Love one another. So really, John's uniqueness is about the believer participating in this joy, this bliss, this divinity that the Lord sets for us to, to enjoy. The Spirit beside us. God is here today. He is ever present in our lives through his Holy Spirit. Somebody raise your hands and shout glory. Somebody clear, the Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is in my home. The Holy Spirit is in my life. Glory be to God. As Jesus embodied God during his time on earth, bringing comfort and help and guidance and healing to all those that he met. So God, hallelujah, is embodied to us today through the Holy Spirit, bringing us comfort and help and guidance and healing so we can be confident in God's presence with us always. Amen? We need to understand that the Holy Spirit is not just with us. The Holy Spirit is in us. Amen? The Holy Spirit is not just with us. The Holy Spirit is in us. The Holy Spirit is beside us, guiding us every step along the way. Jesus said in our text in verse 17, you know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is God physically within us. And if God dwells within us, hallelujah, then we will notice change in our lives. Amen? The Holy Spirit, my friends, is God physically within us. And if God dwells within us, then we will notice a change in our lives. You might say to me, Reverend John, what are the change? Well, let's focus on two of this change. The first change is that as time goes by, we will grow in the fruits of the Spirit. Amen? Of course, you are familiar with the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 to 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, is forbearance, is peace, is patience, is goodness, is kindness, hallelujah, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Well, my friend, these are all characteristics that the Holy Spirit places within us and increasingly should become the governing principles of our lives because we rely on the Holy Spirit. Amen? Sometimes we have to accept and confess that we may not be as gentle as the Holy Spirit, as God wants us to be. Sometimes we may not be as patient. Sometimes we may not be as peaceful. 
But friends, I want to encourage you that we are on a journey and God is with us in this sanctification process, in this process of daily gradual growth. Hallelujah. In the power of the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit grows within our lives and eventually blossoms within us. And this is how we gain and attain Christian maturity. Christian maturity. Hallelujah. When the fruit of the Spirit takes over our lives, the Holy Spirit is beside you at every time. And whatever you do would bring glory to God. Whatever you say would bring glory to God. First Corinthians 13 mentions words like, when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, but now that I am become a man, I put away childhood. Praise the Lord. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. But now that I have become a woman, I put away childhood. That is spiritual maturity. When we develop in the things of God, when the power of the Holy Spirit takes over our lives and the fruits of the Spirit, hallelujah, continue to grow, continue to blossom. The things that you used to be upset about yesterday no longer happens. The things that used to make you so frustrated, you are now at peace. Hi. Why? Because the Spirit of God is beside you, monitoring, administering, nurturing, and anointing you. And so, apart from the, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, the other area where we develop and we see change is by having what is referred to as spiritual gifts. So there are fruits and there are gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are given to us by God, and they are completely different from our natural talent. Gifts are given to help us grow the church of Christ. Hallelujah. I better say that one more time. Gifts are given to help us grow the church of Christ. In the Bible, there are 27 gifts of the Holy Spirit that are listed. And all of us who are Christians, who are believers, have one or more of those gifts. As we discover what these gifts are, so our ministry in the church strengthens and the church grows in Jesus' name. So the fruits of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit are two of the primary ways in which the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives, amen, to transform us into the people of God, the people that God has created to be his people and for the strengthening of ministry in the church of God. You might say to me, Rev, what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Remind us, okay? Here are some, the gifts of healing, the gift of miracle, the word of knowledge, the gift of wisdom, gift of prophecy, 
gifts of diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues, gifts of apostles, prophets, teachers, gifts of helps connected to the service of the poor and the sick, and many, many more. But if you look at 1 Corinthians 12, Romans chapter 12, Ephesians 4, 1 Peter 4, it gives you a whole range of the 27 gifts of the Holy Spirit. But we need to understand that the gifts of the fruits of the Spirit is the foundation upon which the gifts of the Spirit operate. The fruits of the Spirit is the foundation upon which the gifts of the Spirit operate. I pray to God that we as God's people experience and, hallelujah, display humility because if we are blessed with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, if we don't have love, if we don't have peace, if we don't have patience and joy, then we would not be able to display and use these gifts of God for the glory of God. Just remember, Reverend John and everyone listening today, that the gifts of God are given to us not for ourselves. It is given to build up the church of God. So whatever God gives God, let us lift up our hands and praise God. And let us use them in service for the work of God. The Holy Spirit is always present with us. Amen? Someone once described the Holy Spirit as the present tense of God. Not God of history, not God of the future, but the God that is here with us now and active in the world. The God that is active in our lives. The Holy Spirit is the one who helps us experience God on a day-to-day -day basis. My friends, God is beside you. God is beside you. The Holy Spirit is beside you, giving you faith, sustaining you every moment of the way. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do you love Jesus? That's how the text ends. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father. Do you love Jesus? Just reflect on that. Do you love Jesus? And the love for Jesus, Jesus is not asking about love in relation to our emotions. About love that is in relation to obedience. Love in response to his call. Love, hallelujah, that makes us rely on the Holy Spirit to walk within us, to change us, to transform us, and to draw us closer to God.
Friends, the more we stop trying to control our own lives and hand over the control to the Holy Spirit that is besides us and within us, the more obedient to Jesus we will become. Amen? I would now move on to our last point, which is, I will not leave you as orphans. And I would share with you a story to illustrate this point. There was a television nature show. And it was focusing on bears. Yeah. And there was this bear that had two cubs. And unfortunately, one cub died just after birth. And three weeks down the line, the mother died too. And so only the young cub was left alone. And as you know now, left alone, that would be food for the bigger animals in the jungle. And so the television crew focused on this little young cub for the rest of the program. Apparently, appeared from nowhere a male bear. He actually indicated to the little cub to come close, and the little cub got close to the male bear, and guess what happened? The adoption papers were signed. The male bear adopted this little cub, and then took the cub fishing, swimming, showed the cub how to survive, you know, how to get food, etc., etc., how to fish. And not too long after that, they separated. The two bears separated. But every time that they were together, the little Cub was learning from Father Bear. But there was a lion in the jungle that was tormenting this cub, wanted this cub for food. And on one day, when the bears separated, the cub was left alone and went to the stream to get some water and raised its head it could see the lion at the top of the mountain. And all the cub did was to imitate what he saw Father Bear doing, just to try to stand upright and try to give a loud growl. But as a young cub, only a little squeak came out. But he did try to imitate Father. And all of a sudden, even though a tiny bear squeak came out from the cob, the camera team realized that the lion retreated and went back down the mountain. And lo and behold, what happened, friends? Father Bear had come back from the scene without the little cub realizing that he was there. 
Father Bear came back on the scene and made no sound. So there was no way the cop could tell the father was behind him quietly. Glory be to God. The cop had power available to him than anything he himself could produce as a cop. What do we learn from the story? What is the moral of the story? We may not see or hear the presence of God all the time, but God is always with us. The power and presence of God is always available to us. Even though sometimes, like the little cob, we may not see. And no matter how frightened we are or how alone we feel, Jesus has promised us, I will not leave you as orphans. I would always be with you to the close of the age. And my friends, no matter how much we feel abandoned or how weak or powerless we believe we are, that does not mean the Holy Spirit is not beside you. That does not mean that you are not loved. God does not go anywhere. He is always with us. When we feel separated from God, God is always there. He is always beside us, even when we cannot see. And sometimes when we can only see the hungry lion in front of us. And we feel timid and we feel afraid. God protects and God provides for us. Remember David and Goliath. Hallelujah. God loves us. We are God's possession. We are God's children. We are God's brothers. We are God's sisters. We are God's friends. Hallelujah. Jesus promised he will never leave us often. He has kept to his promise because the Holy Spirit is always with us. And so friends, as we, as we journey into the unknown tomorrows, whatever lion is ahead of the mountain of life, I encourage you with confidence to understand that you are never alone. And the good news, the Holy Spirit is not only beside you, but wherever mountain that lion stands, we have a God who is called El Shaddai, the God of the mountain. Hallelujah. The God of the mountain. Oh, glory to God. You speak a word with the Holy Spirit beside you. Remember the word tells us that know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are so powerful and as God transforms, transforms me, God transforms our church to move into the realm of the supernatural. You call on El Shaddai by day as well as by night and command every mountain to be removed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There was a lion on the mountain. My friends, the reality is this. God would not always take us out 
of the lion's den. God will not always take us out of the lion's den, but one thing is sure, God would always close the mouth of the lion so that his children will not get hurt. But use the experience to encourage others as we journey into the unknown tomorrows. Speak to every mountain in your life. Every mouth of every lion that comes against you will declare closed and silence in the name of Jesus. And so my friends, I trust that you've had a little understanding of the pneumatology, the understanding of the Holy Spirit according to John's gospel and the uniqueness of the believer in John's gospel to abide, to be in Christ, hallelujah, and to love the Lord. You have also understood a little bit about the fruits and the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives and what their purpose are. I trust also that you have reaffirmed your love, reaffirmed your love for Jesus Christ to say in your heart, yes, you love Jesus. And finally, my friends, you are not an orphan. God has got your back. He's there, always waiting on you. The Holy Spirit leads us into a relationship with God. The Holy Spirit gives us gifts and, and fruits for the ministry of God. The Holy Spirit leads us to obedience. Would you like to invite Jesus into your life today? Would you like to receive the Holy Spirit afresh? Would you like to submit your life to the leading of the Holy Spirit? Is there a big mountain ahead of you? Is there a lion that you can see that makes you timid? Come to Jesus today. Come to El Shaddai, the God of the mountain. Come to Jesus. Come to the God who would close the mouth of the lion like he did for Daniel. Come. Bow your heads with me now right now. As you quietly just give your life to Jesus. Into my heart. Into to my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus, come in today, come in to stay, come in to my heart, Lord Jesus. Invite him into your heart right now. Come and just yield and let God develop his fruits and his gifts within you so that you would become, so that I would become, so that we would all become spiritual giants for the Lord, our God. Our gifts and talents, our fruits of the Holy Spirit will blossom and grow 
and develop as we mature in the things of God. God bless you. May the growth, the spiritual growth that you seek be yours. The spiritual aspiration that you seek be fulfilled. That you become an ambassador of the gospel of Christ. And I will be the same. Together, we will do things. Together, God would use us for exploits so that his name be glorified. Amen.